Smartcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Throw a little intro down. Little. There once was a girl named Tashara. Tashara. She came on her show. What are Tamara. <laughs> it just fucked up my whole song. What? I was going to say, I'm going to write a song about that name. Tashara? Yeah. I feel like it could be a good like 80s ballad. Tashara. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, envisioning like a winger theme to it. Yeah, except she wasn't born in the 80s. Or was she? I don't know. Seven. Uh, just, she, age doesn't matter. It doesn't. No, she must have been because she was Miss May 1999. So if she was born in the 90s, she'd been the first nine-year-old playing centerfold. That's the, Which I, I didn't look at. Completely different magazine. Yeesh. Yeesh. I don't want to try and say her name right because I know I'm going to say it wrong. Tashara. Tashara. I'm gonna Cusino, 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 Casino, but but little, cool, but cool, cool. It's a sexy name. Tashara Cusino. Oof. Say it again. Tashara Cusino. Uh, I want to hear her say it. In Australian. <laughs> Australian? She's from Australia. She is not. I have no idea where she's from. And why, why Australians just have an English? They speak I, English you know, just with a weird accent. I, I mean, know. not a weird accent, just an accent. I, I see. I even messed that up. I can't even remember. What was she speak? Dutch? No, Dutch. She was speaking Dutch. She was speaking Dutch. Not that I confused the two. I just can't remember. Our friend Mary. Hey, Mary, thanks again for your. She's. Uh, she was. Well, you were. You. You logged on the other night too when she was live. I saw. <laughs> yeah, I peeped, I popped on. Yeah, didn't stay long because I was like, well, I think I was driving home, and I was like, well, Papa, I want to get oh. home, and I never did. Yeah, no, we were. I posted the link for her episode in that chat, and she talked about it being on a little bit. And oh, she did. Yeah, yeah. What, did, she, did you say something? Did you say hi to her? Yeah, I said hi, and she. Well, she said hi first. She was like, "Hey, Kevin and Dean," and uh, I didn't tell uh-huh. her who I was, but I mean, I didn't tell her if I was Kevin or Dean. Um, I was lucky. I, yeah, I was lucky about myself. Yeah. And she she just mentioned that she had been on. And uh, that she can't tag it because you know, and uh, so then I, I posted the link in the in the chat. Super sweet. Yeah. So she's been kind of active lately. Um, 
yeah, her Instagram and her, stuff. So her, her and her partner are gonna start a YouTube channel. It sounds like where they just talk about things. I did. So when she started that, when she started saying about, hey, I'm thinking about starting me and my partner, I went, I'm sorry, what? Her partner. And then it said YouTube discuss things. Thought she was gonna expand on her. On her what? On her OnlyFans. On her content. Um. Mars. I believe it's on OnlyFans with Mars. Mars with a K. Mars K. Mars K. Right? That's her. That's her OnlyFans. I did. Episode. I am a subscriber. I don't remember the episode. But I never go on. I should. Here, I'll tell you right now. I should go. On. Wait, listen. Oops. Class. We have. Nothing but class right here. Hey, so what I am I doing? Get, I had to do it before the guest got here. That's true. Good good for you. Yeah. So I'm going to YouTube on Cocktails Sh- with Dimples and the Beard. Shootob. Oh, Cocktails with Dimples and the Beard. Looking at all of our episodes. Episode 31. Yeah. Conversation with Mary Kay. Yeah. There you go. Episode 31. Look for it. How many people have watched it now? 642. Oh, wow. Had a big day. It was at 89 the last time I looked. 642. Right. You know everybody can see how many views it has, right? Well, at least they'll so, go look. So you can't... You can't uh, you Go can't look and then... That. And, well, no. Just come back on and call me a liar. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? We, uh... uh we had, the fat we, camp is up to 50. It's been at 50 for a long time. Um, we had another... We had another dislike on a, on a fucking... Somebody, somebody thumbed down one of our episodes, and I want to know who the fuck it was. What? I want to know which episode now. Oh, it was the our latest. Somebody hit the old thumbs down. I'm like, really? Why would what what? What the hell's up with that? Why would you do that? Why would you do that to us? We're a tiny little podcast just trying to make our way in the world. And it's fuck you. <laughs> that just doesn't make any sense. If you don't like us, just move on. Well, that doesn't even make sense. Oh, it's- you know what it is? It's got to be. It's got to be um, exactly what we talked about. People are jealous. Well, they're jealous, but the fucktards that... Um... <laughs> the what? <laughs> that... Um, the what? We're expecting oh. tits and ass and porn. And... Oh, from the movie? Yeah. Yeah, probably those same fuck faces. There you go. Douchey douchebags. About... Oh, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. First of all, it's on YouTube. There's not going to be tits or ass on YouTube, you fucking genius. It had to be a dude. It, it, yes. It had to be a dude. He was like this. What? <laughs> thumbs down. I got I to finish the Kevin again? Damn hey, it. Hey, hey, dude who just thumbs down that one, just because we got a playmate on tonight, they're not going to be any tits or ass in this one either. So no. move on. The most tits in, you're going to see here is the fat camp. And here. Our tits. There you go. So deal with it. There you go. No, I took my shirt off in the Hot Ones episode too, so. And I used it as a snot rag all night. <laughs> oh, it was fun to watch. Yeah. I oh, can't, my God. I can't wait to rewatch that. Oh, um, my God. I hope. So but, good. Yeah. By the time you're seeing this, you should have already watched the Hot Ones episode. And if you haven't, go back and watch unless uh, you're well, a sensitive, whiny little bitch. Then, then don't go back and please, watch. Then please don't watch. Because well, there are things that we like, discuss that are not for the sensitive ears. Well, our senses were perking. I was on fucking fire, man. It was hilarious watching. I was on fire. You whine like a little bitch. I, I was terrible. You know, I didn't realize that, like, I started getting I started getting already bad by, like, wing number four. Three or four. Like, holy shit. 
But it we it, well you you were yeah you did pretty well. Hold on, yeah yeah it, but, it got to me at the end. But holy fuck, those last couple were insane. You can just watching it, I can see how like you can feel it. <laughs> like a little PS PT. No. So if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about um, on YouTube, uh, on YouTube, there's a there's a show called Hot Ones, and we ripped them off. Okay, wait. If you don't know what we're talking about, wake the fuck up. That's true. That's true. It's a fantastic show. Um, where they have... Well, I mean... We, How come I'm always bad cop? We don't get bigger stars than us. But... How come I'm always um, bad cop? Progressively ate a hotter wing sauce. How come I'm always bad cop? I don't tell you, man. Just, just making sure I make, Just making sure I don't get any messages about Personal, it. Personal... I'll put it right here. Personalities just come out, I guess. I'm thinking. I don't like... Yeah. So we did our own. We did do our own, and it was fun. Did we call it Hot Ones, or do we have to call it a different name? We'll just call it We Ripped Off Hot Ones. I, I'm literally going to just say, can we just say we... Yeah. yeah. Our version of, or do you think ripped hot, off? Do you think Hot Sean and Hot Ones are going to sue us over I it? hope they do. I do, too. And then we can be on the show. Right, right. You know? Well, here's what I can say. Sean and cold ones <laughs> Scoville levels let's talk Scoville is that the word Scoville Scoville yeah, levels yeah. I, I've been watching because in the episode we talk about I wonder what they get up to we didn't know what they got up to so I've been watching them more often now and the hottest one they do other than the last dab because they, they that one they list at TBD yeah yeah the hottest one they do is 670,000 our third to last one was over a million million so boom I'm pretty sure I could handle Sean Evans' little cold ones fucking episode. Rename with, it. With Will you rename colors. it, Sean? Rename the episode. Maybe maybe lukewarm ones. <laughs> How about that? Lukewarm. Lukewarm ones. Shit going on over there. Kind of spicy ones. We're go- Yeah, we're full board. We're the extreme hot ones. Yeah, we fucking killed it. We fucking killed it. What we should do now is get the actual... Uh, the hot one sauces if they weren't fucking $135 for 10 sauces. Um, yeah. Get the hot one sauces and, and do them and be like, this ain't shit. This ain't shit. This ain't shit. Although Gordon Ramsay couldn't handle it. so That was probably one of my favorite episodes. Who was this? Um, anyways, yeah, Halo Star. It's pretty good. I yeah, let's, let's promote the show that doesn't need any promoting. Cold um, Ones. Cold Go ones. watch Cold Ones with Sean Evans. Because we're taking there, over. We're the new hot ones. And while you're there, comment that some guys on this podcast did it for real. <laughs> real men did it. Yeah. Well, not real men. Not real men. Well. But we did we it. We say it. We did it. I mean, anybody that knows us. <laughs> we did it with real sauces. No, we're lying. <laughs> we're not real men. Are you kidding me? What? I ripped my shirt off and used it as a snot rag for the last five wings. <sighs> Uh, I also which can the shirt has not been washed and can be can be bought for auction. We're going to auction it off. Yeah, I autographed some of the snot stains. Um, Stands you know, up by itself. You know what else I did notice? Nothing, nothing new with the snot. What did you notice? Um, on, the, on the hot one. Yeah, on our ripoff of hot ones. How, just how stupid I was during this because I was taking like two or three bites of every fucking wing. Yeah, I wasn't. No, I'm, I, you might have been. I don't know. I wasn't watching you. Oh, I'm just saying. I thought I ate, ate. I'm just saying on hot ones, all the and they. Some of them do, yeah. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? And, what, and, why was I doing that? I don't, we were fucking plowed. That's part of the problem. We were a little, we were a little toasty beforehand. Yeah, I think we recorded with somebody else beforehand, right? That was our second episode of the night. Yeah, 
That's never a good idea. It's always a fantastic epinoid. It's, it's the... Never. It's the other one that gets there. So this is, what do we got? We got the Red Hot Realtor. The Red Hot Realtor. That's what this is called? That's what it's called. All right, and it's just... The Red Hot Realtor. Why would we be drinking the Red Hot Realtor? Because we're going to have a conversation with a Red Hot Realtor. It named itself. It fit. And hopefully she is a okay former playmate. Miss May, 1999. Playmate. Cusino. Playmate. Not. Playmate. To use this, the form May, 1999. Playmate. Centerfold. Um, who now is into real estate. Very into real estate and very good at the game. Doing fantastic in Las Vegas. So, yeah. looked it up, boom. You, you can't beat Red Hot Realtor. If you're looking to move to Las so Vegas. So, it, it's. And you got a lot of Very simple, simple. It's just Fireball, Cinnamon Whiskey, and Sprite. And it's tasty. Yeah. I mean. So if it would have done their um, mixture, it would have just, it's, to me, seemed like just a watered-down cinnamon something. So I had a little more. You son of a bitch! I'm going to get too drunk. So yeah, it's, it is, it's kind of tasty. I have to see my counselor tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., I don't want to be hung over. Let me get you another one. It's a very important appointment. I got a lot of shit. Never mind. <laughs> clip, clip, can you, can you, yeah, clip, clip. Can you talk about how whiny you are with a with a with one cocktail. Can you can you bring that up a little bit? And we're back. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna need to top this up before we start. I don't really want to be hung over tomorrow because I have a big day. Okay. So, and I really do not want to be. Hung over Saturday morning because I got a big. We're gonna repeat. We're gonna pee and then I'm gonna top these off. And See how technology works tonight. And away we go. And away we go. Can you guys? Can you? See, hmm, let's try this. I can hear you. Now we can hear you. And we can see you. Now we can see you. Hi, Beautiful. Hi. Beautiful. How Hello. are you? Good. I got. I'm like. It's like. Connecting, and then I know I, my schedule gets super busy, and then yeah, so we finally connected. Yeah, no, that's all right. We uh, we've been busy too, so we're uh, we're glad we finally got to it, and uh, glad it yeah. worked out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I gotta say, this is the best technology has ever worked too. Normally, we struggle to get both camera <laughs> and audio working at the same time, and it <laughs> we got her. We did good tonight. So here, awesome, awesome. So how are you doing? Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. How are you guys? Very good. Very good. So let's get you introduced first. Absolutely. First and foremost. We we are talking tonight to Miss May 1999, to Shara, I'm going to say, Cusino. Am I Yeah. Is that right? Yep. You'll hear, you'll hear people say Cusino, Cusino, to Shara Las Vegas from, yeah, like it's, yeah. (laughs) It's, yeah, it it, it has multiple possibilities. (laughs) I'm sure you've heard a bunch over the years. How is Vegas doing tonight? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, you know, um, it's getting cold now, but it's been it's been warm for a while. Where are you guys at? Well, what is cold to you when you say it's getting yeah, cold? Yeah, I know. So cold, it's like it's getting in the low seventies. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, we uh, we're in Wisconsin, and it's about thirty-two degrees right now. <laughs> So, oh my god, I don't know. I was born here, so I'm like I'm a desert bunny for sure. Like I really love the heat. Have mm-hmm. you have you ever lived anywhere where it where it gets cold? Um, I mean, I spent a good amount of time in in New York. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, it gets super cold there, but I couldn't live there full time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you've never lived through a full winter kind of thing. No. <laughs> you're you're not missing anything. You're like <laughs> white Christmases are overrated. Don't need it. Don't need I think it. I would I think it'd be nice to have all the four seasons. I think that would be that would be nice. You gotta so you- like the change or you don't, so so what are you drinking? We well, as you know, we we picked a cocktail for you tonight. Let's bring that up. Okay. So uh, the name of the cocktail we're drinking is the Red Hot Realtor. Oh. <laughs> Figured, right? We mixed mixed your, I love it. your Playboy into the uh, so it's some cinnamon whiskey with uh, with Sprite. So it's a simple drink, but it's it's very tasty. Cinnamon whiskey and and Sprite. Mm-hmm. That's it. Is that a real drink, or did you guys make that up? It's a real drink. <laughs> I, I searched, I searched for it, and it's a real drink. Oh like my there was, God. it was a few realtor type names, and there must have been names of uh, the closer and things like that. Then when I once I hit the red hot realtor, I'm well, you're, you're mixing them both, you know. <laughs> so there you go. So cheers oh. to you, and thank you for for coming to coming on. Cheers. Yeah, I'm glad we made it happen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, give it a try. So where do we start? Um, should we, do we should we just start with? We, normally we just kind of start with your Playboy experience, how you how you got to Playboy, and uh, and your experience there. Oh wow! You know, um, well the funny thing is, is I don't know what it was, but ever since I was a teenager, I knew I was going to be a playmate. I, w- I would tell them, like, I'm going to be a playmate. And I hmm. remember one time I was dating this guy, and um, he was, like, showing me this this Playboy's newsstand special. And he was, like, showing me. He's like, yeah, I was with that girl. I was with that. And it was, like, kind of trying to make me jealous. And I was, like, <laughs> and I was, like, I think I was 18 at the time. And I was, like, I'm going to be a playmate. And he kind of just looked at me, like, yeah, yeah, honey, you and every other girl. Sure. <laughs> and I was, like, Okay. Um, Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't even think about it. And it was funny. And so a couple years passed by. So I got I got discovered by uh, Paul Marciano from Guest Jeans. And then um, <clears throat> he actually was like, oh, would you like to be a plane mate? And I didn't even really know who he was, right? I just thought I was like, well, is this guy for real? And then um, he called Marilyn Gabowski, like, right there on the spot, right? And he's like, hey. And he put her on the phone with me and I was like 19, you know, and I was like, oh, she's like, all right, darling, can you come out next week for a test shoot? <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I made every excuse up possible. I was like, oh, this, I have that, you know, I was like self-sabotaging myself. And she's like, OK, what, what about the following weekend? And um, I was like, well, it's now or never, you yeah, know, right. <laughs> so I, um, I, you know, went. I ended up going out there and shot my test shoot and she was she was really um really grateful for her because she kind of took me underneath her wing and um she was like well would you like to it was right when hef got was just recently divorced and he kind of came back out and he was like doing the parties and he was with mandy brandy and sandy and it was like (laughs) that time like it was like the good time right yeah okay And, and then um yeah, she was like, well, do you want to go to the Midsummer Night's Dream Party? And I was like, oh, my God, I would love to. So I ended up doing my test shoot, and I stayed through the weekend. And um, 
yeah and that was it the rest was history she was like well darling you're you're gonna be miss may and i was like okay you know and, <laughs> wow before you know yeah. it you're okay wow yeah yeah and so so did you um, ever model for guest jeans i i see that i did yeah so i did some stuff i shot and and yeah he was very helpful and like i, I met so many people during that time it was like a whirlwind i was actually in school for my naturopathic degree, right? And my parents were like, well, these are the really good opportunities. You should just go. And you'll, you know, I was actually scared. I'll tell you, I shot, I reshot my centerfold twice. The first time they were like, Hef didn't like my hair. And then he didn't like, like he's real. he, I'll tell you, it takes a week to shoot that one gatefold. Yeah, we've heard a lot about the shoot, yes. <laughs> oh, it's like, it's, it's like, it's intense. I broke out in tears. They had to give me their, they would have some wine. Like we, it was an intense experience. You know, I had, you, you are staying at the mansion. You're away from home. It's just, it's a full experience when you're young. You're just like, Oh, okay. You know, you're just kind of going, but um, I was going to tell you. So yeah, my parents were like, you know, you need to go take advantage of these opportunities. And so it kind of just like went on this whirlwind, like, you know, did like all sorts of different like playboy shoots swim shoots a lot of different really big name companies i was really fortunate it was i i was like a good time to do playboy okay we we haven't heard any bad experiences right yeah well i feel like like towards the end it was like you know like you know half is no longer you know right i I feel like a lot a lot shifted like once he once he passed yeah and even before then, you know, it was just a lot of the energy of, of like how the parties were, and then Maryland, you know, it, it was a stop being there. And so, yeah, but um, what's I going to tell you guys? Oh, it'll come back around to me. Okay. But, oh, so funny. So I saw, so I ended up running into the guy after so my. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? So my shoe comes out. When your shoe comes out, they make you do like a promo tour. Right. And so at the time I was, I was, I was born and raised in Las Vegas. And so that's where they wanted me to do my promo. My promo tour, one of the places was at this like big music shop. And I kid you not, I go in to do my, I went, oh, they made like this big poster of me and I left it there and I was doing my, you know, round. So I came back to pick up the poster and guess who I run into? <laughs> I run into die. It was the most weirdest thing. I was like, but yeah, I just thought that was that was funny. But I always felt like I was I was supposed to do Playboy. It was just like I don't know. It's funny so, we we you no know, we hear that from we've heard that from other playmates that we've interviewed as well that they just you know felt that from early on and right and it ended up going you know going that way. Almost so. a child dream. Yeah. Yeah. I remember looking at the person. I used to be so like just so fascinated with all the the photography and like how, like all of the beautiful girls yeah. and I was like oh. Like I'm gonna do play, and it was just kind of set in my head, like from when I was a teenager. Yeah, they definitely do it right. They did do it, right, you know. And we and we've also yeah. heard we've also heard the story about the the photos and and uh, and breaking and other other models breaking down in tears because <laughs> you have to sit there for so long for that single shot yeah. or whatever. Some of if the you're not positions that, were aren't as comfortable as they look. Yeah, like my head was up here and it was head <laughs> tilt here, hair. You're just like it's nerve wracking, you know. Um, but I'm super grateful for the experience and really you don't realize it as the, at the time, but you are exposed to so many experiences and people and sisterhood and 
it's it's like an extended family, you know? I think one of the things I probably regret is not submerging myself more, you know? It's like, I was, at the time I had a boyfriend, I was so concerned with my boyfriend, just silly stuff, you know? I look back and I'm like, I should have just like, really submerged and I you know took even more advantage of a lot of the opportunities that were presented to my but I'm I'm really grateful so real quick when you saw the boyfriend but the ex-boyfriend in the music store did you talk to him did you rub it in a little bit <laughs> yeah I was like hi <laughs> good for me. you good for you perfect but yeah, so yeah when I seen him I was like hi <laughs> Nice. I mean, how life is, though, right? Right. Perfect. Yeah, that's the way that was supposed to work. <laughs> so, yeah, you were so nice. So it felt good. Yeah. <laughs> Little revenge. Um, th- you had uh, now you worked for Playboy as well as a promotional model. Is that right? So you go when you you so say you go on and you you are chosen to be a Playboy sure. playmate and you have like a two year contract at the time for me I guess that's how it was I don't know how it is or how it was like later on but at the time so you do a two year contract with them and during that time so you you do like your initial promotions and then if you want you can do additional promotions you know if you want to do other events and stuff. And, you know, people call Playboy all the time looking to hire the Playmates. So um, I did a lot of stuff in Las Vegas. I traveled all over for them, actually. And then I started to get really deep into the newsstand specials. So it's like I ended up doing, like, one of the the top 100 Mm -hmm. uh, model, like all the different stuff. It's like a full circuit if you really want to dive in, you know? Sure. Which we did. Or I did. You know, we did with some of the episodes and your video – videos you made (laughs) sometimes i wonder if i ever should have not made those (laughs) you know they're everywhere who would have thought the internet Mm -hmm. and now i have i have like some of these i have a conservative business a couple different of you know projects and things going on and you know people just google people these days that's just what they do right you know sometimes i'm just like well can't get around it. <laughs> you can't get it. Yes, can't avoid it. They're there. They're there. The internet's forever. <laughs> yeah. So at the well, time, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say. So at the time, you're making the videos, which were like given as prom- uh, promotions or uh, uh, extra gift with the subscription, and that was it. Well, now they're everywhere. Oh, I know they're ever. So the thing about Playboy, I want to say like. And not to, to to downplay any of the other, you know, um, erotic magazines and things like that. I always feel like Playboy is very classy. There's never really anything like, um, it, it started to kind of get a little bit at the end when they were closing out, I could see. But like, it, it, it was always really beautifully done, really um, classy. Um, but you know what I, I regret is like, once you're a playmate, a lot, when you go on the internet, they take your name as a playmate and put it to porn sites to try to drive traffic. Right. Right. Mm. So you can like touch on a video. That's not me, but you, they're clicking on my name. So you could very well think it's me, you know, doing porn. Right. Right. So that part really kind of, sure. there's, not, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, you're, they take your name and they, and all the playmates names for that matter and try to, kind of connected to drive traffic and I never did any porn you know I did like all like the playboy stuff like that but that's right. that's the only thing where I'm like geez guys right. you know 
Yeah, right? I, it's I, too bad. I suppose you could try and get to do some cease and desist stuff, but you, I mean, as soon as you get one of them to stop, the next one's going to pop up, and they're just everywhere. You know, the porn industry is really kind of just taken over, and yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, I don't know. What do you do? You know. So I was watching one of the videos for, for research, <laughs> just to get to know you, your personality. Which one? Um, wet heat. Okay, who was that one? What was that one with? Um, it, it was they interviewed you with between um some uh, I'm trying to think where you were um a balcony almost of a of a house. It was like a balcony of a house. Outside, the, ter- the terrible Spanish music. <laughs> it could have been that- it. Yeah. Oh, my God, <laughs> all, like Lord help me of all the all the videos you watch, it's that one. It's just like I can't even believe the choice of music they put with it. I was just like, really. And Lee Oil <laughs> shot that, so the shots were really amazing. But the video was just, I was like, oh, yeah. Well, it would, um, but you were they interviewed you during it. And at, okay, what did I say? Well, at the time, they asked you three words to describe yourself. So at the what time, I, and I don't know what year that was done, so I'm just wondering if that what three words you would use today, because at the time of the video shoot, you said fun, spontaneous, and then with a pause, a little crazy. <laughs> quote, that's a quote. <laughs> Oh, that's probably partially still true. <laughs> yeah, that was a very fun answer. <laughs> yeah. And it looked like, you know, like like you were having fun when you did it, so. Yeah, yeah. I, a lot of it, I think a lot of it was, was for show, too. Like, they kind of like, but yeah. But there's definitely probably some some truths to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so it still holds true. So I, I read you, you graduated high school at 16? No, oh. I didn't graduate high school, guys. No. Wow. Like I'm a, I am a, uh, like I realized at a really young age, I really wanted to work, and I wanted, I was, I have a dance background. Okay. So I actually wanted to go and, um, I wanted to do a show on the strip, and um, so I was really like committed to like doing a show on the strip. I, I didn't want, I knew that I didn't. Well, I could do my GED. So I actually took my GED at 16. I moved out in 16, was traveling and, you know, modeling and uh, eventually connected with Randy Jackson. Um, and, and he was really helpful. But then I got, uh, then I was like a big baby and I wanted to come home. So, but yeah, like I, at 16. So I just knew, like, I, I was always like, and I loved office. That's the other thing. I always like, I love to play office. So I just, I don't know. I just knew I was done with school. Sure. Okay. It's obviously worked out for you. It really has. Like, I never look back and say, oh, man, I really, like, I I was always really kind of a little entrepreneurial. Like, as a child, I loved door-to-door sales, and, like, I really loved all of that. And so, you know, fast forward now, I'm, like, top producer real in real estate. And, yeah, it's just, like, yeah. But so I did not, I didn't graduate. I got okay. my GED. That's mm-hmm. that's why you can't trust these things on the internet. See, not even <laughs> not even the bios are true, much less the videos. <laughs> stuff. Oh, where'd you get that? They said I, I would love that. They made me sound really smart. They graduated I, at sixteen. I think that was right on IMDb. 
Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, they, but they did have the dancer part too. So, so did you, were you, did you tour any dancing? Did you do I any wanted, shows? I was really obsessed with the show at the, there's a show here at the time called Splash. Oh, yeah. I was so obsessed with the, sto- the show and the things. And then really, I got swept up by Playboy. I actually ended up coming back through. And I don't know, they had me stop there, I think, for one of my promotions and go backstage. And I don't know, I, I forget what happened, but I was obsessed with that. And I did end up doing the show. I ended up getting really embedded with Playboy and traveling around doing promotions and um, all, that whole circuit. So I, I did not, it was like, it's like this weird kind of turning point of like, was I going to stay and can pers- finish pursuing and doing a show or was I, and then, yeah, fate had its hand, and I was like, oh, I guess this is what I'm, you know, I didn't want to, I, I, yeah. Okay. Playboy took over. And Playboy did, I really did, like, I just kind of, like, my whole life changed in a matter of a week, and then people tell you, like, oh, you're, like, my life literally, I was dating a guy that probably, you know, was not probably the best guy for me, and literally, it was just, like, fate had it and just kind of changed my whole life in one week. That's awesome. Well, then you sign a two-year contract. Yeah, that's your life for two years then. Yeah. And you you're, you don't know anything. You're 19. You're just like, yeah, yeah, let's go for it. You know? <laughs> right? What better way? To, I mean, I can't even imagine. You no. get to go see the world. and, and uh... Well, you just are like, whoa. You know, actually, I probably should have plugged in more. I really look back and I'm like, oh, man, there's a well, lot of things to turn down. <laughs> what was your uh, favorite, favorite place that you traveled to? Mm-hmm. Country or... Playboy or just my favorite place I've ever traveled both. to? Both. How about both? Mm, I really enjoyed traveling to New York with Playboy. New okay. York and Chicago. I really loved the people that were, because they had a Chicago office and a New York office. And I just really enjoyed traveling and going and working there and doing shoots there and promotions there. Okay. And then, um, and if I had to say, if I have any favorite place, it would be um, Italy. Oh, Nice. Love Italy. Yep. If you ever go um, the island of Capri, they call it the Mermaid Islands. Okay. And there's these blue caves there. It's just magical, really magical. What about you guys? Okay. Well, now I know I want to go. Well, yeah. Yeah. You, ha- you have to go to Italy. You'll just. It's like when I leave there, I get sad. And, and you were you were in uh, the Italian edition of Vogue with with Pamela Anderson and a few others. That was true. David La Ch- David Chappelle shot that, and that was really, oh, that was a great shoot. It was. I, I always loved him as a photographer, and I couldn't believe I got to shoot with him and yeah. and Pat Anderson and um, Karen McDougal. I think was in that shoot. So, and we ended up shooting it here. Oh, okay. It, it was oddly enough they ended up shooting at the Palm. We shot and sometimes in the Palms, and like did a really yeah. So we did Italian Vogue. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, I was, I was wondering. Okay, so that's not even how you ended up in Italy the first time. They came here. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Make it look like Italy. Yeah. Do you, um, how long have you guys been doing this show? I'm so curious. Um, about a year. It'll be, we're coming up on a year. This will be episode probably number 40, 41 for us. So. A lot of episodes, and I'm just curious what inspired you guys to do. Because do you guys just interview playmates, or <laughs> it's it's some, kind of, some might say that, but no, no, we don't. We, we've I mean, we've done. We just interviewed recently. We interviewed Raylan Nelson, who's Willie Nelson's granddaughter. She's a musician. 
Um, we've introduced comedians or interviewed a couple, yeah, a comedian, a couple independent filmmakers, um, and then which which are out of Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Adrian so, Lin just came out with a movie that he filmed in Las Vegas. Yeah, and uh, Pat. Yeah, lives out there. So yeah, so there's a little it, connection. It just got started because we were. We travel. We do a lot of road tripping together and, and uh, crack each other up on the, in the car on the road trips and thought we should record some of this and put it out. And that's how it started. And then we just we uh, we lucked our way into getting Deborah Driggs as our first guest. And, and just that just kind of transitioned. So, yeah. You know her? I didn't know her well, but I met her and she was always very kind. Yeah. Yeah. She was sweet. So she was. Yeah, and then it, it went to Echo from her to Echo and, and Karina, and, and they've been so great to us. So, message with Echo today. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think they started doing a podcast as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. It's a, it's about uh, Playboy experiences. Is what they what they talk about. They have guests from the mansion that come in the Playboy Chronicles. Yep. Yeah. Very interesting stuff. Very fun. Bunny Chronicles. Bunny Chronicles. Yeah. <clears throat> Bunny Chronicles. Yeah. Funny Chronicles, yeah, that's what she was saying. So, yeah, it started out, we were just going to talk amongst ourselves, and then we just started talking to other people and uh, kind of do a theme with uh, cocktails, because we like to drink. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't yes. know how else to say it. <laughs> oh, fun. So is this, considered, is this considered a podcast? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and we'll, uh, yeah, because we're not we're not live right now. You will edit this thing and put it out in a couple of weeks and, and, uh, and go from there, but... Yeah. So, how did you go from Playboy to real estate? Then, what what how, what got you into real estate? You know what? <laughs> it's another thing. When I was a kid, I always was obsessed with houses, and my mom would drive me from one side of the city to the other, and I was like, "I'm going to own a house." Oh wow! When I'm eighteen. I'm going to own a house. I was like, "When I can, as soon as I can, I'm going to own a house," and so. I wasn't 18, but I was like, wait, I, so I took my Playboy money and bought a house. Okay. And, and then I realized, and then I started, I, I really got into it. And I started, as I started working, I said, you know, I started calculating. And I was like, I want, I wanted to uh, invest in real estate. And I started calculating. Initially, I was just going from the investment. In, and I said, you know, there's a commissions here. I'm so I'm going to go, I'll take my license and do my own deals. Right. So initially was just doing it for myself. And when I got into it, I fell in love with it. Yeah. I was like, this is what I want to do. And I, lo- as much as I love modeling and Playboy and just modeling in general and that whole thing, I wanted something more, right? So I wanted something more fulfilling. I wanted something that um, challenged me, right? So okay. that's, that's really what happened. So it's like, it's I got that in 2004, five, 2005, so 17 years. I've been in real estate and I'm still like completely just it, it. I'm still passionate about it. I still get challenged. There's still so much to learn and you never get bored. You get to connect with so many different people and I'm constantly going to conferences and there's just new ways of doing business because life is just evolving. You know, there's always something new. So it's always on the next set. You know, there's always something to do. You're never bored as a realtor. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I would imagine. And the, the way things change, yeah, you always got to adapt to the change of the, the market. 
I look back and I think we now we do everything electronically. I don't know. I thought there's a picture of me with this big old cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> everything is so different. And you just won an award recently. I, yeah. Within, I don't know, uh, just recently won an award as one of the top producers in the Las Vegas real, realtor market. I did. I did. Yeah. I had, I did uh, 40 transactions last year during COVID. <laughs> it was really, yeah, all by myself. And I don't even think I realized it because you know, like I, I'm, I'm, a, I have a, like, I'm a little bit of a workaholic, so I just kind of put my head down and just was just working, working. Next thing, I, I lifted up and everyone's like, you know, you, I, you did this, and I was like, wow, wow, that's amazing. I didn't know. I didn't even. I did not reach out for that. That wasn't something. So it was a nice surprise. It's nice to get acknowledged for your hard work. You know, it is. kind of. It's a, it's, it's a lot of real estate is hard work. <laughs> yeah, it's well, congratulations. I mean, well deserved. Thanks, guys. Yeah, real estate is a job that never stops, right? I mean, you're you're never away from it. So, yeah, you really. It's just there's always something. I, I, I call it realtor life. Like, there's always that. There's you have to shut off. You have to just say, okay, I'm gonna stop tonight because it never ends. Well, right. Yeah, I, I know. And we uh, so we appreciate for sure you giving us a little bit of your time because I'm sure your phone is probably ringing and <laughs> there's probably business that you're missing as you're as you're talking to us. So, so is it hard? I keep up with. I realize with all this, with you know, because I think I was probably the last person to get on Instagram. <laughs> I, they forced me and pushed me to get on Twitter, and now kind of Twitter's a little bit of a ghost town, but. I finally got onto Instagram and I just, I can't keep up with like the messages from Instagram to Facebook, to text message, my emails. I have like three different emails. I just, so try to try, but it, you know, I'll never have a life. So sorry. <laughs> I know sometimes it takes me a minute to get back. No, that's you get back. Yeah. It just takes me a minute. No, okay. That's, that's quite all right. We, we definitely understand that. So, and uh, not not like uh, being a guest on a podcast is probably your first order of business. So we <laughs> we definitely get it. Oh, well, I thought well, we would have fun. I thought, well, this would be a nice break from all the seriousness, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's what we try to do. Have and help you, fun. you know, promote. And we, like we said, a little connection with Vegas. And definitely we'll give you a chance to promote your Instagram and uh, the realtor you work for and all that. Oh, great. Yeah, thanks, guys. So is it hard... When you see new houses, that do you fall in love with houses and hard to sell them to someone else that you just want them because you're saying you know, how much you love houses? Yeah, we don't have really have any inventory right now. It's like, I, I don't know what it's like over there. It's like there's hardly anything. So it's a really hard time to be a realtor because it's like there's, you know, 10, 20 offers, 30 offers on a house right now. Yep. Yeah, the market's really hot here too where, yeah, yeah. most houses are selling over listing and, and you're getting multiple offers and I'm getting calls from investors. They're like, do you have anything off market? I'm like, no one's putting stuff off market. They want it on market to get as many offers as they can. Right. Uh, yeah. Like it's, and it's, and they're like, I got a call today. I was like, well, you know, will you put it out there at, they were asking, like it was an investment property, 289. Like, will you put an offer in 250 cash? And I was like, no, <laughs> not, they're not going to accept it. Not wasting time. Yeah. yeah like, so it's just, it's a, uh, but do I fall? I, I love houses mm-hmm. and watching like the design aspects and stuff like that. Um, but no, I, I, one of my favorite things is I think pairing up and finding someone their house, you know, like they're like, oh, we can't find anything. I'm like, I can find it. Yeah. I will find it. Oh, okay. That is, yeah, that'd be neat to be able to 
their personality you get to know them and then match mm-hmm. the house personality okay that's neat and some people are moving in here and they don't like i'm from here so i'm like i know i know exactly what's what that's that's the advantage i think because it's like i know every inch of the city so i'm like oh you need i know what you want and i know where i can get it you know i sometimes i have to door knock to get it but i get it <laughs> wow yeah so there are there a lot of people moving to vegas still yeah because you know it's like i uh, a lot of people from California, the California, Arizona, Utah, um, I think one for the tax purposes and two, um, believe it or not, it's still very affordable to live here. So the same house here in California is three to five times the amount. So mm-hmm. that's why they come in here and they're like, oh, you know, they can buy a $400,000 house that'd be a million two there yeah. and they don't pay in you know, 20, 30, 40 grand over. They're like, no problem. They rather, they, they, they think it's a deal. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of your Instagram, when I was looking at it the other day, I see there was a, you're involved with the women's council of realtors. What's, what is that Uh, whole operation? It seems wonderful. uh, So, you know what, what happened is I got an invitation. Well, not an invitation. they, They nominated a bunch of women for um, the top 25 women in real estate. So that's, an, and so they, I was one of the women, I didn't even think I was gonna get it. I was, another thing I was surprised about when I got the email, I had to read it a couple of times. I was like, is this, a, is this, some, is this a, a, a... <laughs> are they kidding me? They want to, they want me to buy something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to read it a couple of times and I was like, wow. I was like, that's really nice. And so, um, yeah, so they invent, they ask you just like, they nominate you and you like submit an application. And then um, I was, the, me and top, top, me and 25 other women were voted for the top 25 women in real estate. And another, um, I, I was really just honored and unhumbled because I didn't expect it. I just really like when you're working, I I really made a goal this year to just kind of put my head down, work and just be of service. And that's really where I was. So when I start when I thought those two things got about I, I literally lifted up and I was like, "Really?" You know? So I think that's what made it even more special is I just didn't expect it. Definitely. What what is what is it? I mean, what's the whole are you a member of it or is it just was that another award or yeah just a, another award okay. where, where they, they pick um they pick, so there's i didn't realize but there i guess there's seventeen thousand realtors and uh oh. about half of those are women and what they do is they find out like who uh one for your production and two your contribution to community like your overall like who you are overall and um and so yeah they there was like a hundred I think 120 women, 125 wow. women nominated, and then they uh, they take down that number and they narrow it down to 25 women. So it's like based on your production, like <clears throat> what what you possibly have done for the community, um, just like you uh, like a well-rounded person, right? So not just real estate, but you as a as a human being. Oh, that's awesome! Well, it's yeah. even better. Yeah, right. Yeah. Phenomenal. Right. Yeah. Uh, what else? So what do you do to have fun other than work, work, work? Uh, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I love to sleep. No, um, 
I really, I like to work out, hang with family. Um, I love great restaurants. I'm always good for shopping in a spa, uh, mini <laughs> trips, uh, and just connecting with friends, you know, and family. I really, I don't, I work so much. It's just nice to just, you know, connect with, with, uh, with my friends and family. I go and do dinners with my, with my family every so often. My parents cook. Um, but yeah. Do you have a, a favorite restaurant on the strip? Oh, there's so many good ones. I know. It's been, it's been a decade since I've been there, but I remember Boa Steakhouse that I loved. Oh, yeah. I love Boa. I mean, you know, I live right around the street from Encore. And that they've got some Encore and Wynn have some of my favorite restaurants. You yeah. can't go wrong in there. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I love food, though. <laughs> I, yeah. It, it, I I agree. It it is wonderful. <laughs> it, uh, do you enjoy gambling, or is that like, yeah, I've been around it my whole life. Don't care. Funny when you live here, you don't gamble. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I, I I have before. Not that I haven't. Sure. But I always say like, I remember I was kind of getting into. I was having some fun with some sports betting, and then I was like, oh no. Um, and so I stop, you know, but it's for me, I don't, I don't really, I uh, yeah, if I watch sports, I like to have a little bit of action on it. Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> I like that. Just a little bit. Of action. Right. Just, yeah. just to make it happen. It makes, it makes a the... little bit of action. make it, make it a little fun. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. I would imagine though, any, any out of state friends that visit, they're all like, let's go to the casino. And you're like, uh, again, oh, yeah. I, you know, I live in the center of the city, and I particularly live in the center of the city just because I have so many people that come in and out. So it's kind of easy to they come here, and it's like you know, adult Disneyland for them. But um, when you're here, just like you know, you go have a nice dinner, hang for a minute. But yeah, and then get back off the strip. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend that moved out there for Ump, I believe. The hmm. city for Ump. Am I for saying um, that right? Ump, Ump's like the new up and coming. Yeah, like you go, it's like a, maybe like an hour away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, good real estate deals. <laughs> there you go. There, the same house there is a hundred grand less there. Okay. Well, unfortunately, they moved there quite a few years ago, a couple of years ago. So, well, I'll let them know if he's ever looking for another house. I'm just always curious. I'm curious how people move to Las Vegas, and then even more curious how you move to Pahrump. I, I don't have an answer why he moved to why moved there. I don't know, like job, uh, family, a girl, or it, it sounds like it's a couple. It is a couple, right? They moved together, um, and they're you know they're older. They all their children are grown, and so they kind of they didn't retire, but I, I don't know why they picked there. I, maybe it was cheaper, but uh, an hour. He last time I was in Vegas, he drove up and met me for a little bit, um, and his. Girlfriend works at a casino, but like in the accounting or something like that, not okay. a deal or anything. So, okay. yeah, I'm not, I'll have to ask him what, why there? <laughs> why not? Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never, why not to, never even asked that question, but either way, um, it's been five years. Yeah. About since I've been there. So it's time to get back. We, we talked about going back. Yeah, all of a sudden we, we've made so many connections in Las Vegas. I think we've talked to more people from Las Vegas than anywhere else. So, really? Yeah. Who, who, who? Well, we've talked to Karina Harney. She's been. Okay. And then uh, 
And then Adrian Leon, who made the movie, and, and Pat Cooper, who starred in the movie. Karina was in this movie. That's how we got connected with these oh, people. The movie. It's Kindred? Kindred. Yeah. And you know, I think Dorinda moved, and Dorinda was a playmate as well. Who's that? Her sister. Oh. oh. Karina's sister, Dorinda. I think they were both playmate of the year. Oh, I didn't know that. She didn't. Yeah, she didn't mention that. Ask her about that. I'm pretty sure Dorinda was a playmate. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I think uh, Karina maybe became. I don't know. I don't remember. I, how did Karina become a playmate? Did she say from her sister? No. I don't. Think okay. So. I don't think no. so. Maybe I'm wrong, guys. Double check with Karina. I'm pretty sure Dorinda was a playmate. Huh. Okay. I'll have to check into that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I thought. I thought. Fun connection, but. Yeah, and then either we. Either way. We just talked with Yvette Brown, who is a Playboy model, not a not a playmate, but a Playboy model. But the dark, dark hair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. She, she did a lot of like uh, catalog lingerie model, didn't she? I think so. Yes, that as well. Yeah, and she, mm-hmm. she's out there as well. So that was just recent. That was in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. She was a lot of fun. She's um, a couple of pages on Instagram. She's very uh, pushing uh, her sex with Yvette. Yeah. Yeah, is Yvette um, Lopez. Lopez. Yvette Lopez, and she's yeah, she's pushing the uh, her latest sex with Yvette, which is a very fun Instagram page that she tells stories of her of her life and and experiences. But it's they're they're fun and comical, and she does a great job with them. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. I don't know the Yvette I'm thinking of. Okay, I'm thinking of another uh, model. <laughs> There's been a few over the years. <laughs> yeah. Too many to keep track of. We're yeah. We're also uh, Friday night. We're talking with Naraya Davis. Who? Oh, I love Naraya. Yeah, that's what she said about you when we messaged her. So. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. Oh, she's she's. I think she's kind of moved into photography and. Yep. She has um, some beautiful children. Yeah. Yeah. So are you? Um, are you still doing Reiki? Mm-hmm. And are you involved yeah. with the holistic house yet? So, well, you know, I, well, so I don't know if you guys know, but I ended up, I, I there was a time, it was actually like through, it was like coming in through Playboy, I got really sick and they didn't know what was wrong with me. Okay. Um, and for me, it was because of my breast implants. And then, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and then I had, there was some other stuff going on. And so they, and no one could figure out what was wrong, but long story short, I, it took me, you know, I initially was in school for my naturopath, right? Okay. And that's really, it was always my heart. Like I love, I, I was always kind of that weird little kid that was like, you know, doing detoxes when I was like 10. My, my <laughs> detox was too, 10 year olds doing a detox, right? Like, was like taking vitamins and herbs and hanging out at the health food store, doing Indian sweats. Like that was me, you know? <laughs> imagine you know so that was i was always kind of into nature and healing and um so when i got into playboy and like modeling it really kind of took me off of that path but full circle when i got when i got sick it brought me back to that path and i was like a high functioning entrepreneur really successful to literally bed bound couldn't leave the house and pretty intense time and um i me i'm like okay well i'm either gonna die or die trying to get better 
right? And so I really submerged myself back into healing and um, eventually uh, found these um, sacraments. And one of them was this medicine called Cambo. And Cambo is actually from uh, Brazil, like the upper Amazon. And it's from a giant monkey tree frog. It's much more, it's, it's much more prevalent now. And I think a little bit more mainstream, but the time this is back like nine years ago. Right. So yeah, probably nine years ago. And so even further, yeah, about nine years ago. So anyways, I ended up finding this. I was just so desperate to get better. I found this, this, um, medicine from Amazon and eventually brought it back to the United States. I was one of a handful of people who brought it here and one of the first people to bring it to Las Vegas, but it saved my life. Mm. And when that happened, I thought, well, this, if I would have known about this sooner, right, then I could have been saved from the suffering that I went through. So it was kind of like my dharma. And I think my life path is like a way to give back. So I uh, moved into helping a lot of other people who had like chronic illness and um, all different you know, stages of, of their healing journey. And um, at one point, we even opened up a um, in aftercare, like a, like a rehab, basically, where people are going to do, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's a, a sacrament uh, called Ibogaine. It's from um, Africa, Gabon. It's not legal here, um, but it is legal in Mexico and Costa Rica. And it basically resets the brain to the pre-addictive state, and it can release trauma out of the body. It's an ancestral medicine. So anyways, oh. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's powerful. If you guys ever get a chance to, to research it. So basically, <clears throat> we were finding that people, so if you look at it, so NAAA, like have like a six, or maybe like a three to 5% success rate. And then like regular rehabs are having like a six to 10% success rate. Well, people who went and did Ibogaine coupled with a good aftercare, um, not going home back to their like, you know, uh, like triggers or, you know, people, places and sure. things like that. They were come. They actually had a sixty to eighty percent success rate. Wow! Yeah, it's Huge. powerful. So I actually was really I dived really deep in into that path of of learning all of these these modalities and these sacraments. And one of the things that was really pressed upon is that there needed to be an aftercare. Um, there was plenty of practitioners that were. Uh, administering this ibogaine but no one was offering like an aftercare place where people could go and uh basically relearn their lives right relearn and, and reset themselves so that's how the holistic house got started it was uh the first um ibogaine aftercare clinic in the united states and i worked with a lot of people with them with the cambo yeah okay awesome that's wow still involved with that so um so involved. So we. It was. So at the time, the so how it got started, is with somebody that I ended up. We were, ended up being. We were, was was somebody I was with. I was dating, and then it was like people were living in our home. You know, it was a bit intense. So after four years, um, we well. kind of like went. You know, it was t- it was just time. It was time. So, but um, I do still help people, um, and they come to my home. And I and the, and they'll receive like uh, what we call sessions or sits. So I, I still do that, um, you know, for for people that need it. Okay. So when you're about you're not busy enough doing <laughs> doing doing real estate now, you got this going on as well, huh? 
I am like, I, I'm like, a, uh, they tease me. They're like, you only got 10 jobs. I'm always doing something, you know, but I love it. It's a passion. Like, listen, it's not like Campbell's not something you do for money. Like it really concern, consumes a lot of time. It's like, I, it's a calling. It's like you, you know, here I, I, am the person that everybody reaches out to the hard cases that no, none of the other practitioners want to touch. And I think full circle, oh. uh, I mean, back is like when I went through kind of my deep healing journey, I never could understand why that happened. And then I fast forward and I think, had I not gone through that, I wouldn't be able to help and serve these people the way that I do because I've been there, right? So, and I walk that walk. So, how do you help somebody that you haven't done that yourself? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Sure. And they're, and they're pretty heavy cases where people are like, oh, you know, I'm treating like, you know, people that are coming off the streets shooting heroin. You know, I never shot heroin. That wasn't my thing, but I understand the addiction process of being with the Campbell to help them come off of that. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, I say a Dharma. It's spirit driven, like, um, and so yeah, I, I juggle that along with everything else I'm doing. <laughs> well, that that's got to be very rewarding. And, yeah, and you said you said this uh, this st- stuff is legal in Costa Rica. Going back to when you asked our favorite places to be, Costa Rica is one of mine. Have you ever okay. have you ever been? I haven't been to Costa Rica. No, we had we we had a lot of we had a lot of clients that went to Costa Rica. And more importantly, they went to Mexico. They go across the board because there's tons of ibogaine clinics. Cambo is legal, just okay. so you know. So Cambo is from the giant monkey tree frog, and believe it or not, it's so mainstream now. Like you'll see people with these dots, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's my Cambo," and it's really kind of very similar. I don't know if you guys ever heard of ayahuasca. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So very similar, like the, 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 a lot of the tribes work with the ayahuasca and the Campbell together. Campbell is not a hallucinogenic. Ayahuasca obviously is an altered experience. Ayahuasca is, is not necessarily considered legal, though they're trying to, to that and uh, mushrooms. mushrooms and all yeah. that. It's moving into that. They're using it for therapy. Absolutely. Yeah. But the Cambo completely legal. You're completely grounded in your body. Um, the session, a session is usually about two hours and the, but the time is about 15 to 20 minutes that they're working with it. And you, now that I've told you about it, you guys will probably start like it's everywhere now in the United States. Okay. It's funny when you hear about stuff like this, all of a sudden you do start to hear about it everywhere. The first time I heard about I'll ayahuasca was probably six months ago and now I hear about it all the time, you know? So yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's kind of like circles and circles. I remember when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, I was like, that's intense. So like, and then like it kept coming around. And by the third time, I was like, oh, I need to pay attention. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So with, with, with this Campbell, you're not you're not puking your guts out like ayahuasca. <clears throat> so it is a purgative. Yes. Oh, okay. you can Yes. So it's actually a shamanic energy clearing medicine. They use it in the Amazon. Um, what they call clearing is Panema. So Panema is in the Amazons and the tribes when nothing seems to be right. 
um, a heaviness, not feeling like oneself. They're, they're like, there's a sickness that falls upon them. Um, um, they're like uh, not feeling able to move forward. So they refer to that as panema. So I see a lot of people that are like, they come to me, they're like, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, I never felt this, and they don't know. And they come and sit with Campbell, and then they're like, whoa, you know, I feel like myself again, you know? Hmm. But sometimes that entails, that entails purging. Huh. Interesting. Okay. I'm uh, I, I, I'm on I'm on an anti I'm on Zoloft and uh, trying to figure out a way to get myself off of Zoloft. I don't want to be on Zoloft my entire life. So so many people that are that are coming because they want to come. They've tried everything. I'm usually the last place they go where they've tried everything else, and then like I heard about you. I heard my, you helped my friend get off of this. I need to get off of this. So I help people with to get off Xanax. I need to part like it's a whole process and they use the cambo it's really the cambo that helps them because <clears throat> allows them they work with their doctor to do a taper and then they'll sit with the cambo to basically flush it out because if you want to know like <clears throat> without doing airy fairy the science of it is that there's peptides and then these peptides are able to um unlock into our cells and pull out any stored toxins traumas or blockages and so if you know the body, so basically we all have a ten tendency to hold things, sometimes not even our stuff, mm-hmm. in uh, places in our body, right? And then all of a sudden we start having blockages and the person doesn't feel like themselves. They're feeling anxious. They're feeling depressed and they're not knowing. And really it's because stuff has got stored in their body. And so Campbell actually kind of helps kind of – it's so smart. It has in nature's intelligence. You kind of – it goes in and you can feel it kind of just scan the body. And if you – not everyone vomits purging that way sometimes. Sometimes you can just get hot, cold, cry, shake. Maybe you've used the bathroom, you know. It is a purgative, sure. but it releases that energy out of the body. So, and that's what helps. It's, I, I look now and I'm like, I don't know how people don't use Cambo, you know, because, I mean, we're, it's like, I don't know what I would do without it. It's a, it. It allows me to function at the way that I function. They also use it as hunters in there. They like in the Amazon, they become preci- like really precise hunt- hunters. Like they go, they take the cambo and they're like, Oh, it makes you super, makes you really strong and clear. And, you know, people ask me, how do you do what you do? And I go cambo so, all day long. So how often do you do it? That's what I was just going to ask. <laughs> I mean, is um, it, do you do it? Yeah. What, I mean, what, what's your, what's your that, schedule or process? So, well, because I serve it, right. Um, I, I um, will sit like every six to eight weeks, sometimes sooner. I'm going to tell you something. I get this question all the time. They're like, well, I get it with clients because they come, they get an inoculation a lot of times, which is a new sitter. It's like three sits within a moon cycle, 30 days. And then I never see them again. Or they, I see them every few months. You just know. like, And I know it will sound crazy. I'll say, you'll start seeing frogs. Frogs will start coming in your dreams. And you'll just wake up and you'll be like, I need to sit with that frog again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they'll call me. They're like, Tish, I had, I, I had, I had dreams of frogs. Like you told me, You're like I have to come. I need to sit again. So that happens, or they'll start like seeing frogs everywhere, and it's like, it's. Just, I know it's not. It's going to sound crazy, guys. It's a, it's a, a shamanic spirit medicine. I swear, you sit with it. And start. It's like. I don't know if you believe in like spirit animals and things like that it becomes kind of like an ally. And I tell you, it, it, it'll come for you. It calls you. And if you don't listen, it'll keep calling. <laughs> for you. You're like, I, I know, I just know when I need to sit. And there's times where I'm like, man, I don't want to sit. I don't feel like sitting. And it's like, Oh, you, you better get in there and just sit and clean. And you know, so you should be with someone when you do it. 
Uh, well, so I like I I serve myself, but I, I would never suggest somebody. I'm a, I'm highly trained. Like I'm one of the handful of master practitioners in the country. I would never tell you to something because people are buying stuff off the internet, but you come and you sit with somebody and they um, basically, you know, administer it and, okay. you know, well, hold that space for you. So you're safe, you know? Yeah. Sounds like that's the way to do it. Right? Yeah. Well, Especially for and me and the and the shit that's going to come out of me, I would say I would need someone there. <laughs> and I just want to say, because a lot of people don't know, you can actually receive it and it'd be a really gentle process. If you're with the right practitioner and, and they know, they can literally, you know, it's you can sit with it and have a really smooth process. And of course, if you do a bunch of medicine, you can go real deep in it as well, like anything else. But you don't have to have like how there's stuff on the internet. And I always say, yeah, it's good good to research the stuff on the internet right. but that's not necessarily how your experience is going to be um and so yeah i and i would just make sure you sit and make sure you tell if you want go gentle you know well it's 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 funny because we we do these interviews and we uh we spoke with with carrie kendall recently too who does some oh, does tarot well. cards yeah and we we She's want too what's that She's a, she's a little witchy too. She is. She's awesome. We just met her in person last two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we went down to Chicago and did a, did the radio show with her. Did she do a tarot reading for you guys? We're going. No, we're going to have it done and then talk about it on on the podcast. And now I'm thinking I want to do this thing and then talk about that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come get your cambo, right? Like, cambo. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to. That's get, half the fun is learning new stuff, and um, I want to get out this fucking Zola. It's, it's life changing. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like, I when I look back, I'm like, oh man, if I would have known about this sooner, I took the hard road because nobody was there, and I, and but I see so many people that they are, you know, come off of all their prescription stuff, recreational stuff, and they're just like, wow, you know, it's changed my life. So I'm like, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, when you see the passion in you talking about it, right. it just, it's infectious. Like, oh. you know, you can like, it's, it, I mean, I know you're, I mean, I know you're very passionate about your real estate too, obviously, but you could like, when we started talking about this, it just felt like you just started to beam. So yeah, it's my heart. It's, it's like, it's truly a labor of love because it really, it saved my life. It, and it's still to this day, like, you know, you, I, I am surrounded by so many different people and energies and cir- situations and circumstances. And there's some times where I'm like, I don't know what I would, I, I would not be the person I am today without it. Yeah. Even when I sit with them, I'm like, wow, because you feel that energy build up in the body. And most people, if you've never, if you not sat with Campbell, you don't know the difference, but when you sat and you, cl- and you cleanse your body and then that stuff starts building up, you're like, whoa, I ain't going back there. Right. I'm not sure. going to be not going to feel that way again so i'm just grateful to ha- to have it and it's now like it's literally you can it no one knew about it but now it's it's we call it the rainbow prophecy we're like the the amazonian um like all of the amazonian uh modalities and the sacraments are coming to the united states and that's why you're seeing this influx of healing all over the country of like cambo and ayahuasca and you know they're trying to you know uh, legalize you know um psilocybin and yeah. you're, you're seeing this influx and it's really because the old way is not and there's there's let me just say the old way is not working but there's there's always a place for you know um 
for uh, allopathic medicine, but they're just like, it's like, there's this shift happening, you know, uh, to, to help with this, like everything that's going on here and just the, the growth of the United States and healing. In healing, I think you hit it on the head. If people want to be happy and they want to be healed and yeah, like natural you, is the best way. Yeah, like if you hear, like you'll hear this statement, like if you sit with ayahuasca, it's like one night is like seven years of talk therapy. And it is. It's like you go there and there's always, there's a place for talk therapy, but there's a place for these sacraments that now I, that's why you're, I think you're just seeing if they're like, you know, as long as they're responsibly administered, you know, mm-hmm. in a safe space, that's, that's the most important. But yeah, I see some people and, you know, their lives change and they're, they're, you know, women that weren't able to get pregnant before are able to, but they become fertile and, oh, wow depression and anxiety and so yeah it's it's like watching it it's like uh it's you know watching that and seeing that and hearing that you're like wow that's just amazing to be able to be a part of that and it's pretty cool so is this something you promote like do you have a website or anything for this or is just kind of word of mouth for you I don't promote it. I mean, I I have a website, you know, just because I kind of send people there who are curious. I don't have to keep like kind of. So I I do have a website that that's can so it's www.cambolove.com. Okay. Right. A M B O L O V E. And I'll tell you the funny story of how that happened. Is um when I I I was initially using this medicine to heal myself, right? And I got pretty deep into the process and um people had heard about me getting better and i was like they were calling me asking me to give it to them and i was like oh no you know it's one thing if i hurt myself nothing if i hurt you you know like i'm like it's not something you run around and give people but i would you know I always like was like kind of like out there, like doing, always doing kind of extreme stuff. So it wasn't really now knowing what I know, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Right. Like, but at the time people had had heard about me getting better and they had uh, um, kept asking me to give them the Cambo. And I was like, no, no. So one person, one day, I'll never forget it. They called me super desperate. They're like, we really need this medicine. We tried everything. We know you have this medicine. You can give it to us. And I was like, let me call you back. And I got off the phone and I I was praying in my car, literally praying in my car. And I was like, what is this? Right. And I was like, is this, why is this happening? You know, these people keep reaching me, reaching out to me because they were wanting this medicine. I, I knew there was something to it, but never in my thoughts, I was like, am I going to be serving Cambo? That was not in the cars. Right. Sure. Really said to myself, I said, you know what, if this is something I'm supposed to be doing, like I need like clear signs. I need a mentor. I need, you know, uh, you know, um, somebody to, to help support me in this process, to be able to, to help and learn to administer it to others. And at that time, I kid you not, I'm driving in the car and this car gets in front of me and there's a license plate and the license plate says F R O G L U V. I swear to God, it's on my, it's in my Facebook on my Campbell up. And I took a picture and I'm like, Oh my God, mind blown. I said, okay. I said, I surrender. If you want me to do this and I need, and it literally just like, cause people ask me all the time, how did you get into serving Cambo? And I'm going to tell you, Cambo found me. I did not have any intention. And it was literally like that. 
So Cambo love was from that. So frog love. And so, and that's where it came from. And I initially, my teacher, I flew like all over, all over different parts of different countries into the Amazon studying and learning this medicine, learning from different medicine, medicine people, shamans and, and tribes and, and just bringing the information back to the United States. That had to have been in- extremely in- in, um, interesting to just learn all that from from them. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's fa- it was fascinating. But I, I I love it. It just it's like it's a, like a like piece of me. Like I I think I was a medicine woman in many lives. <laughs> yeah. This is the, yeah yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's I love that you call yourself the medicine woman. <laughs> it's oh man, and like I said, the passion is is just infectious. It's it's great to listen to yeah. you talk about this stuff. Oh, I could talk about Campbell forever. I love it. It just there's there's so much to it. Like you start getting into that world. There's like there's a medicine called rape or hape. It's this Amazonian uh, uh, snuff. Like it's a mapacho base. They've been prayed over it for many hours, and they actually administer it. It's like a. It's also used to clear. What they actually use it for is to clear sickness in the body. But you can use it to clear. Um, energies and like uh rebalance the brain balance the body uh, remove any mental chatter like i tease like i don't really i don't drink or participate in any you know recreational things my body just won't allow it but um my i have friends from all walks of life and they all are at different they all do their thing whatever their thing is and so i tease and they go to happy hour and i go to hoppe hour (laughs) (laughs) nice nice yeah Awesome. And then you're talking to a couple of guys having cocktails. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, all my friends, I have friends from all walks of life. So, but they tease me, you know, I'm, I've always been a little kind of like out there. A little bit crazy as, as the video said. I, I think <laughs> now I don't say crazy. I say amazing. Yeah. Right. There you go. You're right. I would agree with that too. Absolutely. <laughs> After hearing. Absolutely. Well, why don't you uh, go ahead and promote anything you'd like to promote? And... I would like to ask one oh, quick thing. One more question. <laughs> this is kind of in bottom. Me. Going back to your real estate and your Playboy days, does it get brought up by people when they're when you're showing them houses or anything? Do they talk about it? Do they ask you about it? Um, if so, yeah. is it is it was it weird or or not? I really? mean, I think you know we're in that day and age where you know people meet you and they, they, I mean, I'm sure they want to know who's selling them their house. Right. Like I think a lot of people, not everybody, but we're in that Google age. Yes. So I think a lot of people know and they don't say anything. And I have had some clients say, well, we know. (laughs) And I'm like, and I just laugh, you know, because I mean, it was 1999. I was 19, 20 years old. I'm 43 now. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, you know, well, it, it's just Wait, a great uh, thing that we hear, you know, that it, it's a part of your life and proud of it. And it Wait, does em- embrace it. There's there was 12 of us picked a year. Right. It was right. A so and, and there, you know, you're going to have people with all there's all, you know, people that are really they're huge Playboy fans. And then you've got some people that were maybe not Playboy fans or whatever. But for me, I, that I just say that was part of my path. I I was I knew I was supposed to be playmate. I would I don't ever regret it. It I am so grateful for the opportunities and the experiences. And like I said, I, I was thinking, Michael, well, there was twelve girls picked a year, and there were so many girls that wanted to be a playmate. Right. And 
didn't and, and not that they, there was beautiful girls right. that uh, submitted right like I myself submitted girls and I when they turned their girls down I'm like how'd they turn her down sure but it, like this it was have had this he it was like this certain mm-hmm. way it, with different girls and that, and it was just like literally 12 girls were picked a year so Exclu- I'm super and you're you're part of an exclusive club for sure so before you promote which one of the medications that we talk about keeps you looking 29 when you're 43. <laughs> Camel, all right. I'm, I'm on board. I call it, they call it, they get the Botox side. They call it my Frotox. That's my Frotox. <laughs> Everything comes back to the frogs. I love it. Tell you, follow the frog, you'll never go wrong. Yeah, there we go. Well, thank you so much again. Why don't you go ahead and promote anything you want to promote? And- for, sure, def- for sure, Cambo Love. And probably go back. Yeah. You come get your Cambo, CamboLove.com, K-A-M-B-O-L-O-V-E. And it's uh, Cambo Love TLC, my initials uh, on Instagram. So Cambo Love TLC. And then, of course, real estate. I'll, I'll always, I'll, I'll, I'll probably be like an old lady with gray braids. You're coming to get your Cambo and I'll still be selling you your house. Perfect. You know? So, um, and so, uh, my real estate is just Tashara Leek, who's known just my name. So T I S H A R A L E E C O U S I N O. And so that's, that's the Instagram handle. And my, my website is TLC homes for sale. So T L C H O M E S F O R S A L E.com. So TLC homes for sale. That's me. That's That's easy to remember. TLC. Yeah. TLC. Thank little, you so much. Thank you for sharing your little TLC with us tonight. Awesome. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you so what much. A blast. In life, and again, learn something. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool stuff. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. DC, I host the rock podcast back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30 minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to back to the arena, the interviews. Electric acid. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Electric acid. Electric acid.